Hello, I am Annette Renee. Have you been through trauma in your life? Have you been healing and ready to move on now? Are you wanting to go from trauma to adventure and go with confidence? This is for you. This show is called Survivors Traveling Lightly. Hello, friends. Welcome to Survivors Traveling Lightly. I am so thankful that you are here today. If you remember, I am taking off for a month to get other ideas lined up for you and people to interview. The next four weeks, we're going to look at the top four downloaded episodes that we have. I'm going to tell you right now that episode number six was the fifth most highly downloaded, and that's the one about neurofeedback helps bring healing part two. If you want to go back and listen to that one, I'm not going to replay that one. The number four most highest downloaded episode is episode 13, and it's Meet Jesus Christ, My Savior and Lord. There were 22 downloads on that. That is what I'm going to replay this week. I hope that you enjoy rehearing it or see if there's one that you've missed. Go back and listen to that instead. I'm going to have some good news coming out when I come back as soon as the season starts for season two. If you would like to go ahead and get on the Facebook page for Survivors Traveling Lightly, I'm going to start working on getting us ready for the new season. And you will get to hear the good news about what's coming up first. I hope you have a blessed day and enjoy episode 13, Meet Jesus Christ, my Savior and Lord. Hello, welcome to Survivors Traveling Lightly. This is Annette Renee. Thank you for coming and listening today. I am thankful that you're here with me this evening. I want to invite you to go back and listen to any of the previous shows that we have. We have talked about how to recover from trauma and places you can look for that recovery. We've talked about traveling and things to do to get you out and get you more confident about who you are and to even get some self-care and exercise into your life. We are talking this month about Jesus Christ, how he can be your Lord and Savior and you can have a personal relationship with him. As many of you know, if you've listened to the first month of the podcast, healing came for me through my relationship in Jesus Christ. I know not everyone believes that in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and that's what I want to talk about today. April is the month that we are celebrating Easter this year. I want to discuss with you who Jesus Christ is and why he came and died on the cross for our sins. I'm going to say a quick prayer if you will pray with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the sacrifices you have made. I thank you for your sacrifice in your life. And I pray that if anyone is listening who does not know you in an intimate relationship or as a personal Savior, that they, Lord Jesus, will listen and be open to what you have to say to them through the moving of your spirit and through this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Since April is the month that we celebrate Easter, I took last week to talk about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and I am taking this week to discuss how you can find Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is a little backwards because you do need to know Him as your Savior before you can have a personal relationship with Him, but I felt that was the direction I was supposed to take last week. This week, we are coming up um, into the last week of Lent. We talked about how Lent is where those who are celebrating um, Jesus' death on the cross put aside one thing to live in Christ's suffering, to be aware of his temptation while he was in the desert, and to know that they are giving up something as Christ gave up his life. Um, Jesus Christ was crucified on Friday, then he was raised from the dead on Sunday. Some of you may really think that is hard to believe in, but from personal experience... 
I do know that Jesus Christ is real, that his death and resurrection are real, and the way he moves in my life is real. In my life, Jesus has made all the difference in the world. There are times that I believe I wouldn't have made it this far if it wasn't for Jesus and for my relationship I have with him. He has made an incredible change in my life many times, but definitely over the past three or four years. And he continues to draw me closer to him. And I can feel a tangible love and caring and peace whenever I spend time getting closer to him, praying or being in the word. Easter is the celebration of his sacrifice. It started way before the death of Jesus Christ and him being hung on the cross. The whole reason we need Easter is because we have sinned. The Bible does say that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In the beginning of times, the Bible talks about Adam and Eve being in the Garden of Eden and that Adam and Eve had one role that they had to follow. They could eat anything in the garden except from the fruit from the tree of knowledge. They were told that if they did, they would surely die. The serpent came in and tempted them and told them that they would not die, but they would gain knowledge. So they ate from the tree and they did gain knowledge, but the knowledge they gained was the knowledge of good and evil. They chose to live in sin and do what they wanted. They chose to be selfish and not follow what God had told them to do. Many people in our society today want to do what they want to do. They don't want to listen to anyone else telling them how to live or what they need to do. Kids challenge our authority as parents. Students challenge teachers' authorities. Adults at times challenge the police and the government authorities. Many of us want what we want when we want it. We're not even willing to wait for a microwave meal sometimes to be made. We want fast food as opposed to going home and cooking it. We want the immediate satisfaction and the immediate pleasure. We want to, we live in debt because we'd much rather spend our money now and get what we want than wait and earn the money and then buy what we desire. All of us have sinned. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Not one of us have put other people before us all the time. We are selfish human beings, every one of us. Even the kindest people and most selfless people have sinned. Just because you're a nice person, just because you do what you should all the time, does not mean you haven't sinned. But Jesus came to take care of that problem. He came to minister to the Israelites. He was willing to come and live a perfect life on earth without the pleasures of heaven and to suffer separation and every imaginable thing that we have suffered on earth. But he was able to go through that without sinning. Jesus came to earth and had to give up everything that he had in heaven. He gave up the throne, gave up close communication with his father, and he came to be a baby. He came into our weakest human form, and he grew up not in a palace or the son of a king here on earth, but he grew up the son of a carpenter in a small town in Israel, and he was actually born in a stable. I know there are people out there who believe this is just fiction, that they don't believe in the story or the concept of Jesus and the life that he went through. But I have seen so many lives changed. I have seen people who have turned around and give their life to God and follow what he wants them to do and to Jesus. I've experienced personally just the peace and the joy that comes from following Jesus. And yes, you can be saved and not do godly things and not be following what God and Jesus asked for you to do. And that's where people think that Christians are all hypocrites. Christians are all sinners. That is true. We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We struggle 
to rely on Jesus and not rely on our own selves. We struggle just like anyone else because of our sinful desires. We want a quick meal, the quick fix, the money to buy the new thing. We want to live up to the American dream and get to go do the next big thing. But as Christians, if you will choose to follow what Jesus says, then he will help you through all the things that are going on in your life. When sin entered this world, when Adam and Eve first ate um, from the tree in the Garden of Eden, sin came to the world. Not only was mankind and humankind separated from God, but the world started to decay and see death. There was the first sacrifice for sin, and that was the first time an animal was killed, and the blood was shed for Adam and Eve's sin to give them clothes. And then Adam and Eve had to move out of the Garden of Eden. From there, there was much suffering and pain that came into the world. Working the ground was no longer an easy task. It wasn't just that food would just grow on trees everywhere they were. They had to work the land. They had to deal with the harsh conditions of the land. They also had to deal with relationships amongst themselves that were at peace before, but they were no longer there. When the sin was committed, a curse was given, which was a punishment for um, the sin. And it was that Adam and Eve would have to work the land that the land would not just easily produce fruit for them. Childbearing would be hard and difficult. It wouldn't just be easy. And that all humanity now has to deal with death and sin. Jesus Christ came to take that debt that we owed, take on all of the sins that we had committed, take the curse of sin, which is death, upon himself. Jesus came to earth and he got 12 disciples to come with him. For three years, he went around teaching about God and about how we should live our lives. We should give to others. We should care for others. And he came because he wanted a personal relationship with each one of us. Jesus willingly came to this earth to buy us back from the slavery of death. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And so because each of us have sinned, each one of us deserves the penalty of death. But Jesus Christ came as a sacrifice to die on the cross for us and to take all of our sin on himself. While Jesus was here on earth, the Israelites did not accept him for the most part. They had set up their own way of worship and they did not see Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, But God shows us a love of this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus took the time to go and see many people and to teach many people about his heavenly Father and about himself. Jesus cared about the littlest. He wanted the children to come. He said, Let the children come unto me. And he loved on the children. The children loved him. He cared about women who at the time did not have a standing in society. He talked to them and he healed them. He took care of them and he gave them value. Jesus had women who also followed him and went around and helped spread the gospel. The Israelites did not like Jesus because he was coming in and challenging their authority and he was taking away from how they set up their worship and their religion. Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice As the priests of the temple of Israel decided that Jesus was a threat to them, that he was going to be crucified. While Jesus was willing to die for each one of us, and he was willing to take the sin on himself, he did not want to be separated from his heavenly father. He communicated with him daily. He prayed a lot. He used to be in complete contact with him in heaven. And when he came to earth, he lost 
a lot of that contact, but he still talked to him daily. God was still around him. God was still present. When Jesus willingly went to the cross and died for our sins, God could no longer look at him when the sin was put upon him. Even one of the thieves realized he was Jesus and understood who Christ was and asked that he would be remembered in heaven. Jesus said to him, Today you will be in paradise with me. Jesus said he was going to be forgiven and that he was going to be in heaven with him that day. If a criminal who's dying on the cross can be saved from their sin and get to go into heaven, no one has sinned too much that Jesus Christ could not save them, that our Lord in heaven cannot love them, and that they cannot be saved. Jesus loved everybody. He wanted to be a part of people's lives to have a relationship. Jesus was willing to go to the cross to break the curse that Adam brought on us. And he was punished or endured the curse each step that God had said to Adam and Eve in the garden. He said that they were going to face death. Jesus faced death for us. He said that their work was going to deliver thorns instead of fruit from the ground. They were going to have to have hard labor. As Jesus went about trying to explain to the Israelites who he was and the plan that him and his father had to save us, he did not have an easy going. He, his work was not always easy. He was challenged constantly by the priest at the time, and they put thorns on his head still to cause more pain. They mocked him. They hit him. They beat him up. He was at conflict with his own church, his own people, but he still went to the cross willingly. And while he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. So Jesus willingly died for us on a rugged cross, which was a horrible death. What we think of as a cross, most of us, at least living in the United States, think of the cross as a pretty piece of jewelry. But it was a horrible way to die. It was cruel. Jesus had 40 lashes and was beaten. His lashes were given to him by this piece of metal on the end of a rope or a leather strap that had glass all in it and metal all in it to just rip pieces of skin out of his back. The soldiers beat him and punched him in the face. He had to walk first off up to where they were crucifying him, but he also had to carry this heavy part of the cross up to where he was going to be crucified. He didn't even have the strength to walk up there without stumbling, and he even had to have somebody else carry the part of the cross for him. The soldiers found somebody in the crowd to do that, to be the sacrifice for you and me, to give us freedom from death. Yes, we still meet death as far as dying of this physical body. But if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you will look at what he did for your life and realize that he loves you and invite him into your heart, then you will get to go back to paradise, back to a better garden, back to being in complete oneness, complete communication with God and Jesus. God is incredible. He is amazing, and Jesus cares so much. Both of them care so much for each and every person. They want us to be in a friendship and relationship with them. Jesus says in the Bible, I am the way, the truth, and the light, and nobody gets to heaven except through me. There are many who believe, knowing that God exists, that they are going to go to heaven. But Jesus tells us that he is the only way to get to heaven. He also tells us that there is nobody too bad that they can't be saved. If that criminal the last minute or two of his life or the last hour of his life can come to Jesus and be saved, then we can also. Jesus loves 
each and every one of us, and he wants to have a relationship with us. I pray that this will speak to your heart. I pray that this will help you to understand God's love for you. I know that it can seem a little far-fetched trying to grasp it off a podcast of me trying to put it into words that could just explain the awesome wonder of Jesus. But if you look at the sky, look at all those stars that are out there and know that God and Jesus knows the name of each and every one of those. They know exactly where each star is located. They know how many hairs are on your head at every moment. For me, that changes a lot. And that's amazing. Every moment, they know how many hairs are on my head. They know how many tears I have cried in my entire life and even more so over the last three years. They know who I am better than I know myself. And they know who I'm going to become. They know me as the finished, beautiful product of who I'm going to be. I'm not there yet. I'm not perfect. I still sin. I don't always put others before me. I snap at people sometimes. I get worn out and I want to be selfish and not just keep giving. But God and Jesus know who I am going to end up being, who I am going to be in a perfect situation. And they love me for that person. They love me for who I am going to be. Jesus Christ came and when he shed his blood on the cross, he washed away all of our sins if we believe in him. His blood was the ultimate sacrifice. His blood will cleanse us from our sins. And when God looks at us, he doesn't see the sin we've committed, the mess we've made of our lives, the way we talked mean to somebody today, or the way we've talked mean to people in the past, the divorce we've gone through. He doesn't see all the negative sides of us. He just sees the pureness of us, that we are pure, that we are holy, that we are righteous because of Christ Jesus' blood and what Christ did for us. Christ came and sacrificed his life so that his blood could purify us, looking at Him, us through his blood, through his life, through what he did for us. We are holy and we are pleasing and we are sin-free. Please, if you are not getting all this, if you are not understanding this, you can send me a message. You can listen to River Oaks um, sermon today on April 10th, 2022. My pastor did a wonderful job about talking about Christ's sacrifice for our sins. You can listen to Elevation. Elevation Church has helped me through many things, and I've learned many lessons through them. Pick up your Bible. Start reading it. Start reading the book of John. I hope that you will do that. I hope that you will search and you will find answers to your questions. I hope if I have gotten any attention anywhere in your heart, if anything just feels to be truth that you had thought was not truth before, that you will find someone, go to a local church, that you will pick up a Bible. Again, go to River Oaks Presbyterian Church and listen to the sermons. Go to Elevation Church and listen to the sermons. Or pray that God will bring somebody Just say, God, I don't know if this is true. Help me to find out. And just pray that he will bring somebody. Pray that you will find the answers. He will show them to you. And I've given you a few places to look. I will be praying for you. I hope you have a blessed and beautiful week and a wonderful Easter. Go to church this Easter and find Jesus. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you have not already so that you will know when our next podcast comes out. Also, if you would please give us a five-star review that would help other people to get to see the podcast. Please also share it with your friends. Thank you for listening to Survivors Traveling Lightly.